this is a time Well, it is recording, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. I know that I'll have to, I'll have to do some editing later. <clears throat> but everybody wants to know why I serve Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Everywhere I go, people want to know why I serve him, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. And I always tell them that he has revealed himself to me in his word. So I know him as God. I know him as Lord. The Holy Spirit, who is the third person of the Trinity, has made him known to me through his word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and the apostle Paul did say in Romans chapter 10 all that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved but how can they call on him in whom they have not believed and how can they believe in him and whom they have not heard. And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except they be sent? Oh, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, by his son, Jesus Christ. The gospel of God that saved men from God's wrath. No wonder Paul said in Romans chapter six, uh, Romans chapter <clears throat> one, verse sixteen. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because it is the power of God to save to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and then to the Greeks. But the gospel of God's authority, God's power, God's right <clears throat> to save. Because God can't save another way. The gospel is the only way that God can save anybody. And that gospel calls us to know Jesus Christ as God. And God's word has proclaimed that he is God. Uh, Matthew chapter 1 calls him Emmanuel. Which means... God with us. When Jesus Christ walked this earth <clears throat> as a human being, it was God walking among us, God tabernacling with us. Because Jesus Christ is truly God and truly man. God became human flesh to die. Because God can't die. But God 
required a perfect sacrifice to pay the sin debt for, for mankind. God required the, fir, the perfect human sacrifice to satisfy his justice for mankind's sin. And there was no perfect man. <clears throat> there was no perfect man either on the earth or in heaven. Not one. No, not one. There's none that doeth good. No, not one. There's none righteous. No, not one. All have sinned and come short of God's glory. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. By his stripes, we are healed from our sins. <clears throat> and, and it was God in flesh. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, made under the law to redeem them which were under the law. This is God emptying himself. We call it the kenosis in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 and following. But he emptied himself and became a servant. He became a man and became obedient to the death on the cross. But this is God now. We know he's God because the scripture reveals him to us as God. John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the, in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him. And there was nothing made that was not made by him. So we see Jesus at creation in Genesis 1-1. In the beginning was, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And that God was the Son. God the Son, along with God the Father, along with God the Holy Spirit, created the heaven and the earth. Not three gods we're talking about here. We're talking about one God in three persons. Jesus Christ said, said that <clears throat> I and my Father are one. John 10.30 What he was saying there is that we're not the same person, but we're the same God. We're the same essence. We're the same spirit. We're the same nature. So when you see me, you're seeing the Father. There, there's not three gods. There are three persons in that in the Godhead. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word became Mary's baby and dwelt among us. The Word became the seed of Abraham and the seed of David in the flesh. But the Word was the Son of God from eternity's past. 
By the way, I heard a question the other night. Who made God? Who created God? Well, God has always been self-existent. God, God has always been. There was never a time that God was not. He's always been. He's creator. No one created him. He's self-existent. But I serve Jesus Christ, who is God, because he's made himself known to me, and he's made it known to me that he that he served me first. He said, He said to us, He said to his disciples, I did not come to be served, but to serve and to give my life a ransom for many. He said, I've been your master, I've served you, I wash your feet. And not, not only did he, he did he wash their feet, but he served them meals. He fed them. And he asked the question, who is greater? He that served the meal or he that is sitting at the table and eating? Well, I then, being your master, am serving you. So he tells them to let that be an example to them how they should serve one another. And by serving one another, guess who we're serving? We're serving him. We're serving our God. And when we serve the Son, we're serving the Father. When we're serving the Father and the Son, we're serving the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 27, concerning our service to the Father and the Son. He said, no one knows the Son but the Father. And no one knows the Father but the Son and those to whom the Son reveals him to. So when we serve one in the, in the Trinity, we're serving all. Just like baptism. When you're baptized... Now, the Christian, you're baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're baptized in all three persons of the Godhead, the triune God. That's why I serve him. That's why I love him. Because he himself was, was baptized in a cup of suffering for me at the cross. I love him because he first loved me. That's why I serve him. He made himself known to me. He made his work known to me. He's proven himself to be who he said he is. No one had done the thing that he did. He turned the water into wine. He walked on the water. He calmed the storms, showing that he had authority, power, and control over his creation. He cast out demons, showing that he had power and authority over the created angels the fallen angels 
proving that he was God, that he is God. He walked this earth and he healed the sick. He healed the lepers. He made the dumb talk, the lame walk, and the blind see. Only God can do that. He passed by the widow name's son's funeral and raised him from the dead. He stopped by the gravesite of Lazarus and said, Lazarus, come forth. And told those who were standing around, I am the resurrection and the life. If a man believes in me, though he dies, yet shall he live. And if a man lives and believes in me, he shall never die. Isn't isn't that amazing? Yes, I love him because of that. Yes, I love him because of his great power over his creatures. And how in his great power, he walked in meekness, even to the cross, and suffered from his creatures when he didn't have to. He spoke everything into existence, and at the cross, he could have spoken those who were crucifying him out of existence with his mouth. But he didn't do that. He said, Father, forgive them. But they know not what they're doing. And he went ahead and died in my place on the cross. I was the one who was deserving to die because the wages of sin is death. I sinned against God. But he washed my sins away. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5 tells me that he loved me and washed my sin away in his own blood. It's kind of like when I wash my clothes here. I put my clothes in the washing machine. I put in some detergent. Press the button and the water begins to fill up the tub. And then it gyrates and washes away the dirt from my garments. Then it rinses the clothes. And all that dirt goes down the drain. And I never never see that dirt again. The dirt is separated from the clothes, never to be seen again. When Christ died on the cross, all my sins were washed away. Never to be seen again. God said their their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. He cast my sins as far as the east is from the west. He cast my sins behind his back. He cast my sins into the deepest sea of forgetfulness and posted a no fishing sign there. That's why I serve him. 
That's why I love him. Because he first loved me. This has been Bible Talk with Percy Wilson Garrett. I hope you have been built up in the most holy faith tonight. We'll see you next time. May God bless you and keep you and give you his everlasting grace and peace. 11.49 p.m. 11.49 p.m. I am just about ready to record my first anchor broadcast, and I'll be talking about exercise, weight and strength training today, and maybe some cardio. Even though I have already done my cardio, I may do some tonight. But I do alternate uh, plans. On one day, I will do legs and shoulders. The next day, I will do chest and triceps. The next day, I will do back and biceps. And uh, work my abs. You have to have good abs to hold the upper body up. You have to have good legs to keep keep the whole body up. And you have to have uh, a good upper body to be strong enough to control your body. So today we'll be we'll be doing uh, back and bicep. I've already done three back exercises thus far. So I'll do maybe two more back exercises and I'll do uh, three or four bicep exercises. Right now I'm going to walk down the hallway. I had just left the the workout area, which is my garage. And I'm going to walk back down to my garage and Beat the old body up some more. The Apostle Paul said that bodily exercise profiteth a little. So I know it's not going to save my life, uh, but it will profit my my life some in this way. It will not give me any more uh, life as far as length of life is concerned. But it will give me a better quality of life while I'm still living. I am an old man now, but I'm able to, to move about and do for myself. I'm not in a nursing home at this time. I'm, by the way, I am 71 years old, and uh, I am still able to take care of my home. I live alone, so I'm able to do for myself what normally somebody else would have to do for me if I were... Uh, in a another phase of my life in the sense of not working out, just being docile. You know, when I was young, 
I ask God to give me something that I can do when I get old to keep this body moving. And he did. I can't play basketball, but I can't see the goal. I can't even see the ball. I can't play football. I, I can't see the goal line. I can't play baseball. I can't see the ball coming. I can't run like I used to. But I can still uh, work out with the weights. And I can still do cardio. The good thing about, about the weights uh, is that they don't move. Wherever you put them, that's where they stay. And you can always go back to them. And my cardio workout is normally done with a treadmill, my recumbent bike, my stationary bike, my elliptical, mach elliptical machine, and neither one of those move. So I can go right back to them every time. And, and there is another exercise that I do that doesn't require a machine. I have about a an eight inch step up into my house from the garage door entry, from the back door entry, and the front door entry. And I also have a, a six inch, uh, a seven inch patio on the front. So I can do steps. I, I can step up on, on those uh, platforms for about 30, uh, 30 minutes or so. And that will give my whole body a good cardio workout. And it has your legs too. It has your whole body. But right now what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna grab uh, some dumbbells. I got a dumbbell rack here with some dumbbells on it. These are light weights. So I'm gonna start with about 25 pounds and work up to 40 pounds uh, with the uh, dumbbells. I'm going, and I'll be doing alternate uh, dumbbells and here we go I'm going to work out my biceps now these are light so I can do uh, reps with no problem I'll be doing uh, 20 repetitions uh, with the dumbbells these are called dumbbell curls I'm going to start at this time one two three Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. And if you want to, you can work out along with me. I'm going to put these twenty-five back in the rack. And by the way, I said twenty-five. But these are 30s. Yeah, these are 30s. And the next set is going to be done with 35s. And then the next set we'll do uh, 40 pound weights. But uh, I know I'm going to take a, a little break in between the sets to catch my breath and to let the muscles rest a little bit. But you don't want the muscles to rest too long because you want them to remember what you just did. Want the muscles to remember what they just did, so they can so they can respond to it again. So here we go. I'm going to grab these 35 pound dumbbells and do some more curls, dumbbell curls. One set, 
And this is my second set. We're going to do 20 of these, 10 each arm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Oh, that, that burns. And that's what you want to do. We're going to just burn, especially when you're doing light weights. With the heavy weights, you really can't get a burn. You can't get a burn with the heavy weights because you can't do that many reps. Now, with the light weights, you, you burn fast. You, you maintain your muscles and you build some muscles, especially the small muscles. But, but with the light weights, you simply pretty much are burning fat, maintaining your muscle groups, strengthening your, your muscle group somewhat, and uh, you're trimming down. Uh, with the heavy weights, you don't do as much uh, as many reps, but you, you you lift a lot more weight, and you build muscle. So if you if you're trying to maintain your weight or lose weight, you need to do repetitions. Uh, if you are not feeling good one day and you come in and you don't feel like doing heavy weights, it's a good thing to just go ahead and do the light weights and get you through a good workout. Now with heavy weights, you don't do as many reps. You might be able to work up to uh, 10 reps uh, or more over time. But initially, you can't do as many, as many repetitions. But you but you be a muscle. Those biceps begin to, to break out of that T-shirt. And if you're doing a lot of squats and heavy squats, those legs begin to bulge. The calves begin to stand, stand up like Jack in the Box. Now, <clears throat> I normally try to do my calves uh, every day. There are, a lot, there, are, there are several ways that you can work your calves. I have a little, little, little uh, uh, contraption that I have here that I stand on and raise up on it. It's, it's uh, in an inclined configuration. I actually ordered it uh, from... Uh, Amazon and it, it's normally used for something else some type of uh, Eastern religion uses it but I use it for my stricter for my calves but now you can I can also stand on a 2 by 4 and do my, my calves uh, stand on a 2 by 4 and hold on to my uh, my my bench press machine and do my calves but right now I've rested long enough I got to go back and do another set of dumbbell curls this is my last set of dumbbell curls we've done two and now we're going to make it three and man these, these those, those biceps are hard right now the workout, especially when you're doing repetition, 
it makes those muscles pop out like Jack in the Box. Here we go. We're going to try to do 10, 10, rep, uh, 10 on each arm, 10 repetitions each arm on, back with, on bicep curls. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Oh, we did it. Oh, that was hard, but we did it. The Marine Corps used to tell me, Garrett, the Marine Corps didn't promise you a rose garden. And that's what that's what you're not going to get here. That's a rose garden. We're going to be hitting it pretty hard. I'm going to take another 30 second break. Wipe the sweat off. I am sweating like a hog, y'all. But that's okay. You want to sweat to burn those calories. The more sweat you uh, you have, the more calories you're burning. Another thing they used to tell me in the Marine Corps, no pain, no gain. Pain is good, and extreme pain is extremely good. So, when you're working out, expect the pain. And sometimes, even after you work out, there's some pain if you get sore. I've been working out now since I was, oh, I guess I was around 35 years old when I first started working out with the weights. I used to, I used to be a runner. Uh, it was, it was nothing for me to run five, ten miles, uh, just for the fun of it. Uh, but, but I started working out with the weights when I was about 30, 35 years old, and I have been working out with the weights ever since. And I'm glad I did. Because as a black person, you can't always run. Uh, you can't run in, in traffic, where there's, where there's high traffic, unless you have someone running with you. But I used to run with, with my dog. I've had three singer dogs. I have my third dog now. My first dog was outstanding. He loved to run. And we'd uh, leave home and, and run, and he would not get tired. He was like a Marine Corps dog. He loved to run. And uh, we'd run uh, throughout the neighborhood, and he'd bring me right back to the mailbox in front, in front of my house, my mailbox, and to the front door. And he got old when he he died. And I had to have another dog. So I went all the way to Long Island, New York and got another dog to run with me. And this dog would run. He would run. But I had a problem with him. He'd take me all around the neighborhood. And the problem I had with him was when we got back home, I, I would never know it because he would pass the house. Every time we got back home, he would pass the house. See, I can almost tell when we are home. Blind people have that kind of intuition. So when, when, he, when he 
I, I knew that we were just about home. I'm waiting for him to turn into the mailbox or the driveway. But he doesn't. You see, he, he's supposed to take me to the mailbox. And when I get to, get to the mailbox, I know I'm home. All I have to do then is walk up the driveway. But he would always pass the driveway, pass the mailbox, and head down the street. And then I would have to figure out where I, where I was. Fortunately, I always had a GPS system with me, a little small GPS device, or my phone, because my phone had several uh, uh, GPS apps on them. So if he passed by the house, I, I would just break out my apps on my devices and, and find my way back home. Uh, and I found out the reason he was doing that is because he was he was sick. Not physically sick, he was mentally ill. He had uh, doggy, doggy old times. I can't remember. I can't remember the uh, uh, medical name for that disease. But it got so bad that he would get lost in the house. I would let him out in the back of, of the house. And I have a, uh, a privacy fence around the house for him, for my dogs. And he would get to, out there and start crying. And I would have to go get him because he would get lost in the, in the backyard. And I have no scrubbing back there. Everything is clean. Uh, there's nothing blocking his sight. But he'll get lost. He'll get lost between the, the corners of the, of the fence and start crying. He couldn't get out. But I kept him, and pretty soon uh, I, I would have to lead him around the house, inside the house. He couldn't find his way from, from between the couch and the coffee table. So we eventually had to put him put him to sleep. All right, we're at the uh, at the barbell rack. I'm going to do some barbell curls. We just we just did some uh, dumbbell curls. The dumbbells are the are the short bars with uh, weights on each end. And the barbells are the long bars with weights on each end. So we've done the dumbbell curls. Now we're going to do some some barbell curls. We're going to do we're going to do ten repetitions three times. I'm going I'm going to do ten repetitions. Put the weights down. Rest for about thirty seconds, and then do ten more. Then repeat that, and then we'll be done with the ah. Curls, barbell curls. Here we go. To one, to one, have to count. We're gonna do ten reps. Ah, one, two, three, four, ah, six, seven, eight, nine, ah, that's ten. Oh, Paul said, "Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might." So that when the evil day comes, you'll be able to stand. And after having done all to stand, 
stand. And that's what this is all about. Giving us the ability to stand in physical strength. I said that to let you know that whether or not you are able to stand physically or not, a Christian can stand against the wiles of the devil, against principalities and powers in high places, in the spirit. However, when you have physical strength, the Lord can use you, much like he used Samson and David and Gideon. He used the Apostle Paul to make at least three missionary journeys because they were physically fit. They were able to do that. And that's why I do this. I want to be a vessel for the Lord. Being able to take his gospel, the good news of his death, burial, and resurrection to the world. And you know what? I thank God for Anchor because Anchor can be a Roman road for that purpose. Affecting the gospel from Jerusalem to Judea Samaria and to the other most parts of the world. That's 30 seconds. Let's go. Let's do 10 more repetitions of barbell curls. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Be strong in the Lord. And the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God. There you go. And keep it on. Never take off the armor of God. Keep it on. I remember when I was in, in the war. I want to tell you which war, which war I was in. I don't like to say because I don't want to, to alienate people who I had to fight against. Because I didn't hate those people. I was... Uh, protecting my country. I was following orders. But anyway, when I was in the war, uh, my command, my unit, had set up base camp one night on the front lines. And uh, we had set up watch at the uh, perimeter. Where the, where the perimeter we had set up. And we had set watches to make sure that everything was okay for us inside the perimeter. And I was inside the perimeter at that time. And I lay down. But I woke up about 2.30 that morning because it was hot and muggy. So, and what I did when I woke up was I took off my, my flat jacket and my helmet. And I made myself a pillow and laid back down. And about uh, five minutes to three, I heard a voice that said, Garrett, put your armor back on. I didn't see anybody. There was no one there. It was not a voice that I recognized. I did not recognize that voice. 
It was not my fire team leader. It was not my squad leader. It was not my platoon leader, my platoon sergeant. It was none of those people. It was not my company commander. But, but matter of fact, my company commander had gotten wounded that day. He was medevac. But I obeyed the voice. And I put my flat jacket back on and my helmet. And laid back down. And then all of a sudden, the sky lit up. Motor rounds, rocket rounds, small arms fire, machine gun fire. We had come under attack. And I was hit, but I didn't know it. A rocket had hit me in the shoulder. But I had my arm on. I thank God for that. But if I hadn't put my armor back on, even though I was wounded, I may have been put to death. I may have died. Because I didn't have my armor on. But I did have it on. Some, some, some body told me to put it back on and I believe that it was an angel I wrote an article about that I wrote, I wrote a short article I call it the watchers no testament called angels watchers and I believe that that even though we may not know God I think sometimes God sends his watchers to care for his children who may not know him yet. I didn't know him then, but I know him now. One of the things that the Lord said to his leadership concerning his children, he said, offenses shall come, but woe to the man that causes one of these little ones to be offended. He may as well tie a millstone around his neck and jump into the deepest part of the sea. For his angel, behold the face of the Lord always. He's saying that God's children has an angel looking in God's face always, ready to be dispatched on behalf of God's children. Hallelujah. Let me do this last set of the Bobby uh, Curls. Y'all ready? All right, now someone has to count. Oh, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Oh, thank y'all for working out with me. Thank you for working out with me. I normally work out by myself. Well, this is good. Now, in time past, I used to go to uh, Planet Fitness to work out with a friend of mine. And I, I enjoyed that so much. You know, we could work out good together because even though we were not competing against one another, there was always that tiny little bit of competition. And what that did was drive us 
it would drive us to perfection. So if you have the opportunity to get your workout partner, that's the way to go. Now, one thing about working out though, it's like inviting people to church. They may or may not come. So when you when you invite a workout partner, they may or may not come. I, I, I remember when I was a runner, I had a friend of mine, he's a first sergeant in the Marine Corps, and he didn't run a whole lot. He worked out with the weights. He did a lot of weight and strength training. Uh, but he wanted me to work out with him. He's a person. He said, if you work out with me and with the weights, I'll run with you. I said, okay, that's a deal. So we went uh, running. <laughs> he ran with me one time, and I worked out with him. Well, he only ran one time. But I kept working out. And I've continued working out since that time. I, was, I, I, I can't remember what age that was, but I'm thinking around 35. All right, I'm taking a little slight break. 30 seconds is just about up. And that's what we should uh, look for as a resting period. 30 seconds. Sometimes it may take a little longer if you are winded. And sometimes less. But right now what we're going to do, we're going to do what is called concentration curls. This, this you really have to concentrate on. And what you do you grab a dumbbell, put it in one of your arms. I start with my right arm most of the time. My right arm is what I normally begin with. And I put that, put my, I put the back of my right arm inside of my right leg and raise the weight up to my chest, the weight up to my chest. I do 10 to 15 reps. Of, of concentration curls, and then I uh, change sides. I do my left side, same way. I put the back of my left arm up against my, the inside of my left leg, and I take that dumbbell and raise it up to my chest. All right, let's do that. The one has to count now. We're gonna try to do 15 reps, because this is light, this is 30 pounds. One, two, three, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, eighteen, fourteen, fifteen. All right, change sides. Left side now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and eleven, twelve, eighteen, fourteen. Ah, 15. We'll stop right there and and swap the weight. We'll put this one back on the rack and grab a, a 35. Oh. All right. I feel good. Like a poor man should. Now we got the 30, got 35. But let me sit down and rest for 30 seconds. Whew. Well, we had some rain here today. 
But you know, uh, a lot of folks my age, when it rains, they can feel it. While they're in the house, they can feel the rain. Matter of fact, some of them feel it before they even get to their neighborhood. Because they say they feel it in their bones. The arthritis start acting up so they know it's going to rain. But thanks be to God that I don't have that problem. And I believe that one of the main reasons I don't have that problem is because I've been working out so long. I don't have any fluid buildups. You know, one of the reasons that you have arthritis is that you have fluid buildup in your joints. Uh, now, I, I've had some injuries where I might uh, overdo some, some of my workouts and I get sore. And sometimes arthritis will, temp will temporarily build up in those sections of my body. But I don't start working out. I keep going. And for some reason, pretty soon, the arthritis is gone. Uh, I don't have any swelling in my ankles, and I don't have any kind of severe neuropathy. Not that it won't come one day, but I don't have it right now. So at 71 years old, I think I'm doing pretty good for an old fella. I'm kind of like David, y'all. David, who was the king of Israel at one time, David was king for 40 years. But he said these words. He said, I was young, and now I am old. And I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Do you know I thought about that? I looked back over my life, and I asked myself the question, Person, have you ever had to beg for bread? No. Have you ever seen the righteous forsaken? I thought about that. And the answer was no. Have you ever seen God's people having, having to beg? I've never have seen that. And David said he hadn't seen it either. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I said that I've never seen it. Because you, you can become a Christian and be destitute of the necessities of life. There are folks in other countries who don't have adequate water to drink. They're having to drink muddy water, dirty water. But God is still not forsaking them. All right. I had to kind of meditate on that. But I, I have a 35-pound dumbbell. And I'm going to grab it and I'm going to do another set of dumbbell concentration curls. And remember, we start with the right side, with the, uh, the back of the, of the upper arm, the right upper arm, against your inner right leg and we're going to do 10 repetitions if we feel good we'll do more but we're going to, we're going to have a goal of 10 repetitions of 35 pound dumbbells here we go up up here we go come on have to count 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, clear, feel good, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, when you feel good, you can do more. I think you got to motivate me. Here we go, one more, one, one more side to do. That's the left side. The same way, the goal is 10 repetition. If we feel good, we'll do more. Go on, have to count. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Hit that chest. Hit that chest. <clears throat> like I say, it's praise the Lord, y'all. That's all I can say. But we're doing it. We're doing it with all our heart, mind, soul, and body. We're told to love the Lord with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. We're going to love the Lord. We're going to love doing this, these weights, with all our mind, body, and, and that's it. I don't love these weights like I love the Lord. I don't love working out like I love the Lord. Come on, next me one time. Oh, Percy, you must enjoy working out as much as you do it. Oh, I must know I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I said, I, I, what I do enjoy are the results. I, I like the results of, of working out. It gives you uh, strength to, to move about. Uh, it gives you energy. It gives you agility. And, and not only does it it make the body feel good. But working out also makes your mind feel good. Uh, you know, one of the things that I've learned over the years of working out is that there's no room for depression. I, I've been through a lot of afflictions and, and suffering in my life, but I've learned that through it all, there is no depression. Because I know the Lord with me, and number two, the weight seems to melt out of weight anyway. And then God's word kind of does the same thing when you exercise your mind, soul, and spirit in His word. This is what the word says about suffering. If you have a good chance to read Romans chapter 5, consider verse 3 and 4. He says, not only so, but we rejoice in our suffering also. Because suffering produces patience. If you want to, to gain patience, go through some suffering. Go through it. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't faint. You will gain patience if you endure suffering. If you don't endure, endure suffering, you won't gain patience. And you'll, lose a lot, and you'll lose a lot of other things if you don't endure suffering. Because if patience is never gained, you never gain the rest of, of, of what this word states. Listen to this. We rejoice in our suffering because suffering produces patience. And patience produces character and experience if you go through it. 
if you go through suffering or affliction, then you'll gain patience. And through that patience and trusting in God, you gain character and experience. Because you went through it. And if you gain patience and endurance, hope is built. Hope for the next tribulation, for the next trial, for the next time of suffering, you have hope that God will see you through it. But that hope is not just for you when you gain that hope. When hope is produced in your life, it's not just for you. It's for somebody else who's watching you go through it. And when they begin to go through something similar to what you're going through, they can say, well, if a person went through it, I can do it too. If he can do it, if God will see him through it, I'm going to follow his God. I'm going to follow Jesus. Because Percy is looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of his faith. Amen. Let me grab this weight, y'all. Let me see. This is 40 pounds. I'm going to do one more set of concentration curls. And I'm going to start with my, with my right side, my right arm. I'm going to place the, the top part, part of the back of my right arm against the inside of my right leg. And pick the weight up. And we're going to go for 10 repetitions. Here we go. Someone has to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and big man. All right. Here we go. Which side? Left side. Left, right, left. Left, right, left. Left, right, left. Left, right, left. Go on, have to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And that's ten. Woo! You know, when you do, when you get to the heavyweights, you can't do as many reps. I could have done 15 with the 40 pounds, but it would burn me out. I'd, I'd have been whooped, y'all. And I got other things I need, I need to be doing. I got to go over and do some uh, some dumbbell rows with, let's see, how much is that? Not dumbbell rows, barbell rows. That's 90 pounds. I got a 45 pounds. No. I got a 45 pound, yeah, that's 90 pounds, 40, a 45 pound barbell and two 25 pound plates. That's 90 pounds. So I'm going to put this dumbbell up. I'm going to go, ah, that's heavy. Then I'm going to go and grab this barbell. The Lord God, he is good and his mercy endures forever. His, his mercy endures to Percy W. Garrett. Oh, y'all, I'm on, I'm on, on Anchor for the first time. I did uh, do a, a sermon at, sermon at on Anchor, but I didn't publish it. I didn't like the way it came out, but I will have to start doing that. I do have quite a few sermons that I've done, 
on Periscope and Facebook. My YouTube sermons didn't come out too good, even though they had the same sermons. For some reason, they're chopped up, they're choppy. The microphone doesn't sound good. And I don't understand why, because I, I use the same microphone on Periscope and on uh, uh, Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. But for some reason, uh, my sermons don't come out don't come out good on uh, on YouTube. I don't know how this was going to sound. This is the first time I've tried this in the gym, and I uh, can't see what's going on. But if it comes out good, I will publish it. But if it doesn't come out good, I'd have to redo it. But anyway, I'm standing before my barbell with 90 pounds on it. And with, the, with this 90-pound barbell, what I do, I pick it up with both hands in a bent-over position. My feet are shoulder-width apart. And I raise the barbell up to my chest and back down, uh, arm length. And I raise it back up again for, for, for about 10 repetitions. It depends on how you feel. You might want to do 15. I'm just going. To, I'm just going to do ten today, I think. But you never know. I might feel good. I feel good, like a poor man should. Now, let's see. Here we go, y'all. The one has to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That hurts. You know, I said that I bring it to my chest, but I don't. I bring it to my gut. I bring it to my stomach. Oh. Well, it feels good. But I need a break, y'all. Oh. Sometimes when you do stuff like that, you need a long break. Well, since I'm in a demonstration mode, I cannot. And I will not take a long break. But y'all give me time, just enough time to wipe my, my, my head down, my face, and get rid of some of this sweat. Oh, no, I'm not dying. Just letting the wind out. So here we go. Can y'all hear me breathing? I'm trying not to breathe too hard. But breathing is good. Y'all know that, don't you? Y'all know that breathing is good. But just remember this, though. <laughs> Man cannot live by breathing alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Now, the scripture didn't say that. The scripture said that man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. But I know this. This is what I know. That at the moment I take my last breath, y'all, I am absent from the body and present with the Lord. You know, I work out by myself, so I, sometimes I feel like that that could happen to me. There was one occasion not too long ago. I was doing some shoulder work. No, I was doing some some bench press, and I was sitting on my on my laying, laying on, my, on my bench. We need to squat rack. And I can do uh, bench press and squats on that same rack. 
But I thought I had put a, 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 a 45 pound plate on both sides to, to start my workout. But when I got under that barbell and pushed it up, it wouldn't come back down for some reason. It had locked up, but, it, but I, uh, I was able to get it down, but I couldn't get it back up. And I was stuck under that weight. But I was able to lift it up high enough for me to slide from under it, which was hard, awkward. But I was able to do it. And, you know, sometimes you think that if you do the wrong thing, you could die. So be careful. Be careful when you're working out by yourself. It could, it could be dangerous. All right, here we go. Barbell. We're going to do 10 repetitions. Here we go. I got the weights below my knees. I'm going to bring it up to my stomach. 10 times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Use your shoulder, use your, your shoulder to bring it up. Use your back to bring it up. Use your back to bring it up. Don't use your arms. Nine, ten, seven, eight, eighteen, fourteen, eighteen. Oh! Whoo! I said shoulders, I mean back. We're working the back today. Back and bicep. So that that exercise is not for your biceps. It's for your back. So you have to isolate. You use your back muscles to lift it up. Notice when I was using when I was working out my biceps, I was not using my back. I was using my my, my biceps. Mother dog is right here. He's a, he's a quiet dog. He never talks. He never barks. But he follows me everywhere I go. Now he, I can't run with him either. He developed cancer in the right, right leg. He can walk, but not far. I can still work him short distances. I can go to the car with him. Go to the mailbox. I can walk into stores and uh, doctor's offices and stuff like that. But as far as walking a long distance and, and running, you can't do that anymore. When I first got him, he was real slow for some reason. I, I didn't know what, 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 what to think about that. I said, now, what's wrong with him? Is he lazy or what? When I found out he was not lazy, he, he was hurting. He had cancer. So the doctor cut the cancer out, and he told me, he said, Percy, I, I got most of the cancer out. He said, he said, but there's a lot left in there. And the only, the only way I can get the, get the cancer out totally is to cut his leg off. And I said, well, leave his leg on there. I just won't work him. So he still does have some cancer. But he's able to walk. All right, that's another 30 second break. Which is not long enough for the old man. But here we go. We're going to do one more set of Bobby Rose. Work that back. Every man needs a good back. 
Got a bad back, it's hard to walk. Got a bad back, it's hard to work. Got a bad back, it's hard to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's why I do it, y'all. I do this that I may glorify the Lord. And, 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 and for that reason, He has blessed me. And I thank Him for that. All right. Well, you know, that's, a good, that's one good thing about having your own little weight room is that everything stays in place. Uh, at the other gyms, you might go to a, a, a station and it's in use. Or someone moves move the weights. But in this situation, my weights are always in the same place. So there's no one to use them except me. So here we go. Now, you all can use them. I don't mind about using my weights. So if, if you guys want to grab these weights, go ahead. Here we go. Ah. Pain is good. No pain, no gain. Ah! And extreme pain is extremely good. Okay, here we go. I'm going to bend over at the waist. Knees slightly bent. Arms completely extended. I'm going to bow down. Let the weights drop down below my knees. <coughs> and bring the weights up to my stomach using only my back muscle. One, two, three, four, five. Alright. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. That's it, y'all. That's it for that. But I'm not done. I'm not done, y'all. Uh, I can't quit. I cannot stop. I gotta move. I gotta keep going. I gotta do my next exercise. I've done. Let's see, one, uh, two, three, I've done three back exercises, and I've done two bicep exercises. I'm going to do a real easy one for my bicep right now. I got a, uh, a machine here. Uh, it's a, it's a, this machine can do several things, and I can't re recall the name of it. I bought it used from a, a used workout store, and it doesn't have any, any weights on it. It uses your own body resistance. I use it for my chest and my back and my biceps and my triceps. Right now, though, uh, I'm going to use it for my biceps. You, uh, you you do a, a reverse grip on the bar and you bring it to your chest using only your arm. You don't use your, your, your chest muscles, you don't use your back muscles. You use your arms this time. You isolate your arms. Working out is about isolation, especially when it comes to what we call bodybuilding. I'm, I'm not a bodybuilder anymore. I used to be a bodybuilder. Amateur bodybuilder. The highest, the highest, uh, uh, that I've ever come to winning was second place. I, I, I got two trophies, one third place and one second place. But I've never been good enough to go to be first. Unless they cheated me to, when I was second. 
But anyway, here we go. I'm going to do some curls with this machine using my, using my own body resistance. Here we go. I'm going to try to do 15 repetitions. Come out of count. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, seven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Well, I feel pretty good at that time. So this, this machine doesn't take a lot of energy. It's just repetitions, which I need. Repetitions work that heart, those lungs, and gives agility to those arms. So that's why I do it. Not because it builds muscles so much, but it strengthens the muscles and it gives me the, uh, the agility that I need and exercises my heart and my lungs. So as we check on this last 15 minute, 15 second break, we'll get ready for the second set. I do three sets of these. You know, I, I do what I do three sets of everything. You can do more, but I never do less. When I was young, I used to do four or five sets of everything. But now, and I got to the point to where I just do three sets. And I try to do two body actions, two body parts per day. Uh, two two major body parts. And like I said, I always do my calves. And you have to always, always work your abs. I don't work my abs enough, uh, but you have, you have to work your abs. You, have to, you must do that. A weak abs section brings about a weak body. Your your trunk, which is your abs, pretty much, it holds your body up. If you got weak abs, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a back back. If your if your muscles are not strong enough to hold up, hold up your spine and your chest. You're gonna have a bad back. And one reason that people have bad hips and bad knees is because their muscles are not holding up holding up the body. Their muscles have to uh, be strong enough to keep your joints from coming together, from binding together. If your muscles don't hold you up, guess what? Guess what has to hold you up? Your joints. And they can't, they're not designed to do that. Your, your joints are not designed to hold you up. They are designed to give you agility to give you movement but if you don't but if you don't if you don't you uh, cause your muscles to be strong enough to hold up the body then the joint have to do that and then they wear out they wear completely out here we go I'm gonna start preaching one more set or well, two more sets this is my second set of biceps and this machine I can't remember the name of it but I'm gonna have to find out what the name of it is but this it, it is a resistance machine so I'm gonna use I'm using my own body weight to do these bicep this, this bicep exercise the one has to count one two three four five six seven eight nine ten 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Uh, this machine is a sit-down machine. You sit down on it and put your feet on pedals. 
The pedals don't move. They're stationary. And the front part of it is what gives you uh, the action that you need. It moves. So, so when you pull it, uh, push it, you get the resistance action. But I can't remember the name of it. Okay, y'all, I got 15 more seconds to go before I completed my rest. But, uh, you know, uh, I found out that Christians have an eternal rest. And that's uh, what we call a Sabbath.